Have yourself a merry BB Christmas. Let your mochas be white. From now on, your husband's in the Starbucks Fashion's gone away for good. Faithful listeners are dear to us. Raise your Starbucks cup once more. Through the years, we'll be basically basic. Thank God for Jesus Christ to always raise. So have yourself a merry BB Christmas. Hey guys, it's Cammy. And it's Amanda. And we're basically, basically basic. <laughs> Why is that so awkward? It's not only awkward, but it's really hard. It's I don't so know why. Hard. So we're recording on Zoom this week, guys. And we, we normally are always in person. So I feel like this is very foreign for us. And I'm like seeing you, but I'm have I was having to like read your lips because actually a lot of people think, I don't know if you knew this, Cammie, but a lot of people think that our intro is pre-recorded. Like we use the same recorded intro. Really? Every time. Yes. I feel like so, I feel like that's a compliment that we must do it. We do it so, so in sync. But this right now is going to be proof that we do it live every time. Oh, we do live one- every- it's honestly, to me, <laughs> it like gets me in the zone. Yes, it's like same. start off, we look at each other. You tell me you're going to press record. And then I say, Hey guys, it's Cammie. <laughs> and I'm and like, it's, the thing. it's Amanda. It's a, yeah, exactly. It's the thing, but doing it over zoom, we just had to read each other's lips. And that's why we're so off because I was like, Hey, it's Amanda. Basically <laughs> basic. I was trying to, I was trying to slow down for you. You were trying to slow down for me. It it's didn't just, work. It's not working. It's really also, hard. This feels very like Gen Z right now, because I feel like do you, you know, like how like younger people, like really cool people, younger people that like don't call each other. They FaceTime each other. Oh yeah. We were never, like, I was never in that generation. No, I no, never no. did that. Like, if you just randomly FaceTime me, I'd be like, did, did someone take your phone? Like I, I'd be like, oh, is Gwen calling? Is Gwen doing this? But you're right. Ooh, we but should like, do a poll on how many people just yes. like FaceTime their friend instead of like text or call. To me, like, well, especially as a, as a mom chasing a toddler, it's like, oh, girly, I don't have my hands uh, free. Like, I love that for you. Or like, like I can FaceTime, you, I can answer your FaceTime, but I'm going to set it down here on the toilet and then you're not going to see anyone, oh, for sure. anyone's face. You're just going to hear a bunch of stuff. Where this, on. where this Zoom is faced right now, I think you're seeing 90% boobs of my, <laughs> like, and maybe three, t- three chins. Like, it's not a good look. It's not my but, best angle. You know what? This video is for you and I to see. We don't have to share this with the no. world because we're not Gen Zers. We're millennials. And I'm also, proudly true, standing with that. Through friendship, like 
you can see my three chins. I'm, I'm here for that. It's fine. Like, Listen, I don't care. My phone yeah. is like literally underneath me right now. So it's okay. <laughs> this is fine. I'm all for this. Also, I know the room. It's your guest room that Cammie's in right now. And that is a good room. I've slept in that room. I've prayed in that room. I've this watched the rain. Room. I've watched the rain come down the window in that room. It There's is- a great window in this room. It's mm-hmm. this room, honestly, is such wasted space because we don't have people spend the night enough. And it's like, such a peaceful room. And it's actually so peaceful that we tried to record this earlier, but we got interrupted and I thought it was my husband. And I was like, why would he come upstairs and knock on the door when he knows I'm recording a podcast? And it was actually my dog who loves this room so much. And I think she just thought like, Oh, my mom's up there. I want to get cozy too. And now she's sitting at my feet curled up being sushi. That's so sweet. She looked over here when you said that she She did. Who, me? <laughs> oh my gosh, right, I love that. Okay. But yeah, so. this week, guys, life just kind of happened. We we just had to make a Zoom happen. It's the holidays, you know? Like, what are you going to do? It's the holidays. We're moms. There's like busy schedules. I feel like we have our own schedules plus like kids' schedules. But you know what? We made lemons out of, wait, no, I was about to say we made lemons out of lemonade. That's not we the made, same. We made, <laughs> we made, actually, I feel like we kind of did make lemons out of lemonade because. <laughs> We were handed a great holiday season and we just got stressed about it. And we're like, we don't know. Everything's happening. So listen, we, and then we made limoncello. Out yeah, of which I still don't know what that is. Okay. Limoncello is like, okay. You've seen the flavor from is it like the, a lemon. Is it like the lemon things that you get at like baseball games? Mm, that's <laughs> called, what is that called? That stuff is good. <laughs> A lemon, like, lemon ice or lemon. It's not like it. It's not an icy. Oh, it's, is it like a lemon chill? Lemon, lemon chill. It's a lemon chill. I would beg my dad to get me a lemon chill. Right. At the I, game, I'd be I like, like the strawberry ones. Cause I want it to be different. Yes. Than like everyone getting the lemon one. I was like, I like you, the strawberry chills. You would like the strawberry. <laughs> 100%. Okay. But lemon cello, I don't know if there's alcohol in it. Normally it's like a, a lemony drink at Italian places. Like I had it when I went to Italy no big deal. I drink limoncellos. Okay. So it's the bougie drink of the holidays. Yes. But here's <laughs> the thing, guys. I'm constantly teaching Amanda words um, <laughs> because I think we need to share. We were talking about this earlier and I can't believe that we haven't shared this with you guys, but I'm just going to like age Amanda here for a second and like, let y'all know that I'm the cooler mom of the two moms in this podcast. A thousand percent. Amanda, I had to tell her what a shack it was. I thought, okay. So let me paint the picture. I guarantee in, there's like a lot of people listening though that are like, wait, what's a shack in? <laughs> and if, if so, you guys are my people. So don't back down. Um, but we were in Fredericksburg this past October for my birthday and it was the most perfect so fall weekend. Like there was just pumpkins galore. I felt like and leaves and it was so fun. Side note, it was also to celebrate Steven's birthday, but Steven is a humble man and refused it multiple times. So whoever can get, this is like, I, I, this is like a challenge now to me. Like whoever can get Stephen Avers to celebrate his birthday is going to win an award in my eyes. I feel like it's going to be Olsen. Like, I feel like he's going to like make a big deal of it one year. Cause he'll think it's cool. And that'll be Aww. the year that Stephen like freaks out. But yeah, other than that, it. you're right. He's just like, it's, it's not a big deal. And I'm like, it is a big deal. Celebrate your birthday. <laughs> celebrate your birthday with us. We all love you. Um, okay. So that was the side note, but we're in Fredericksburg. There is a bunch of cute shops where like Cammy and I are walking around one afternoon and she picks this shirt thing up and was like, Oh, I love this shacket. And I was like, shacket. Ha ha. You're so funny. Oh, you made up a word. That's great. And I was, she was like, you've never heard of a shacket. I, I was like, 
I thought you were joking. (laughs) Where have you been? (laughs) And yeah, so she taught me, she was like, it's a shirt jacket. That's a jacket. jacket. Yeah. And I did. That's when you were like, oh, did you make that up? I was like, I wish, but like (laughs) literally it's everywhere. I was like, if you go to a store right now and you were like, can you take, can you show me a good jacket you have? They would lead you to a jacket. Like it's a, it's a legit thing. And to be, to give you more credit. I taught someone what a jacket was over the weekend because Did my mother-in-law you? was in a, my mother-in-law and I were in a store. She was like, I've been wanting one of these things. And I was like, you know what that's called? That's called a jacket. <laughs> it's a jacket. And she was like, really? <laughs> well, the funny thing was, I think then we did a poll on Instagram, which I think it was on one of our personal pages. I think so it was mine. And I lost by a mile. You lost so badly. You were like, okay, everyone, Cammie thinks that everyone knows what a shacket is. Like, let's do a poll. And it was like 90% (laughs) people were like, yeah, sorry. You dummy. (laughs) And let's be real. The other 10% might've just been being nice. So (laughs) a little unsafe. Listen, guys, I know my strengths and I know my weaknesses. Well, the perfect segue for that (gasps) is I know my strengths. I know my weaknesses. And you know, you know what we're talking about this week, Amanda? We're talking about the fact that we can have weaknesses because you know what we have? A mighty God. We have such a mighty God. That was the most cheesy Sunday school transition I've ever done on this podcast. (laughs) You know what? Guys, like we said, lemons out, lemonade out of lemons. So lemoncello out of lemonade. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, it just is what it is. Um, but no, we are talking about all of the characteristics of God in this Advent series. And this week is week two, and we're talking about mighty God. And I was talking to Cammie about this, and I was like, you know, it feels almost like not enough to just be able to say, like, when I am weak, he is strong, but it's also just that simple. And I think yeah. that is totally that's just that is God. Like, I feel like we are the ones as humans, especially speaking for myself, like I can tend to complicate it and think like, well, it can't be this simple. Like I can't just be weak in all these areas or feel like incompetent in all these areas. And then God has it all covered and he's still somehow almighty. And like, I, I don't understand, like, this is not how this like relationships that goes two ways usually work, but that's, that's what makes God, God. And it does sound so simple, but at the end of the day, like, it's just so true. He just is mighty. It is who he is. He's so true. And I, I shared this kind of when we, on Monday, when I wrote down like my devotional for mighty God, because I, as a, hopefully most of you know, we're going through Isaiah nine, six, and it has four different characteristics that were prophesied about who Jesus would be. And it was wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father and Prince of peace. And the thing that I thought was so cool was like wonderful counselor is how it starts. And I was thinking about okay, track with me with this. Cause I, I hope it makes sense. But like, I love that God starts with that first, because that to me reminds me of like the whispers of God. Like it's like mm. his kindness, like a counselor is comforting. It's where you feel safe. It's where you feel like protected and heard and understood. And it's like familiar, right? Like, yeah, it's that like, it's that safe place. So to go from wonderful counselor to then mighty God, I was like picturing this. I'm like, imagine going to a counselor and you're like, you really trust them. They've walked you through really hard stuff. You really love them. You can tell that they love you. And then one day you get to the counseling session and it's like, they like pull back the curtain. And all of a sudden you realize that this counselor is like a giant and like the coolest person ever. And like a warrior and like so strong. And you're like, Whoa, like, I thought you were like 
on my level. I thought we were like on the same page. And now I'm seeing this whole other side of you that like you protect me and you like can defend me from these things I've been like, that I've been attacking. Like, it's just, I feel like it's like to go from wonderful counselor to mighty God. It's this. So it feels so far apart, but you know that it's equally God when you know God. Yes. And it's, and it's so cool because you're like, wow, like that same God who whispers to me and is tender with me and patient with my problems and like wants to hear me, you know, word vomit all my mess is at the same time, mighty God, which is like over everything, the highest being the, like the most important, the most valuable, what, and mighty, like the strongest, the biggest, like the most capable. And it's that, that makes the fact that he's a counselor. So even more so sweet because it's like, wow, you care about me. Yeah. It just makes it feel really special because you, I think about like, for me, okay, the universe was created at the one sound of his voice, but yet in all of that power and all of that might, he will still come and meet me exactly where I'm at in this like dark place that no one even knows about. Maybe my husband doesn't even know about it. Like my very best friend, it's just him and I, and it's like, God, you love me that much to meet me exactly where I am. Little old me, like where I am, but yet the heavens and the mountains and the ocean were created just by like a whisper of your voice. And that, I I think that's why it's so easy to want to complicate it in like in our own human nature, because it just seems so you can't, I can't put this on paper. Like I can't really make sense of it in like my own little mind, but I just have to, because of my faith, I just believe it. And I know that he Mm -hmm. is the lion and the lamb. And it's like the counselor of him is this gentle, kind friend, father that is going to meet me, counselor is going to meet me exactly where I'm at and be the lamb that I need in that moment. But at the same time, like he is the lion. And I'm also have a healthy fear of him because I'm like, whoa, you created the heavens and stars in a day, (laughs) (laughs) which I can't even comprehend. I love that. And, And I love when, when we put him on like the throne where he actually is, like when we see him that way in our mind and we're like, you are you are big, you are mighty, you are everything. You're, you're so much bigger than I can comprehend. It's like, we can, we still know we can come to him, but when we come to him, our problems don't seem as big because we're like, oh, I can have an issue. I can have a problem. And you are like, you're more than capable to be the hands that I put it in because you're, you're a mighty, mighty God. Yeah. I love that. Also, I just apologize for the endless sounds that Sushi's doing right now. <laughs> what is, I didn't even, no, I didn't even hear it. Oh really? Oh, she's like, I don't know what's going on. She's literally like doing somersaults up here. Like this, <laughs> apparently this is where she does gymnastics. I'm just inviting the BBs into this it's real like life. She goes to do gymnastics at night. Before, before uh, I leave this room, I'll do a little video that I can post about like, Please cause she's do. literally doing somersaults. It's fine. <laughs> I love that. Um, okay. So I wanted to read, um, a scripture in Isaiah. This is not the scripture that we're doing, but it's in Isaiah. This is Isaiah 55, 11. And it says, it is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all that I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it. And that to me just like totally encompasses so many scriptures in the Bible do this for me, but this is a, is a verse that just really encompasses like the power and might of the Lord that it's like, oh, okay. Everything that you say matters. Everything that you do produces fruit. Oh, okay. Every purpose for my life is truly purposeful. Like it, even if I feel 
weak in that moment, or I feel called to a different season or maybe take a leap of faith. And I'm like, okay, Lord, but I don't feel prepared. I don't feel ready. I don't feel strong enough. I don't feel equipped. I feel like this is where mighty God comes in. And you're right. He does counsel me through it first. Like through, like, let's say I'm making a big life decision or just transitional decision. And I will always go to the Lord first. And you're right. The very, now that I'm like, it's cool to see it kind of unfold in my mind. It's like the process, but he is counselor first because I, I usually go to him and talk to him about it. And I wait to see if I hear anything or if I really think it's God. Okay. Is this like me thinking this? And then all of a sudden there's a shift and it does turn into mighty God where I'm like, okay, now I've, now I've been counseled about it and I've gone to you. And now I trust that even in my weakness, you're still going to be mighty and fall and you're going to do all the work that I don't feel equipped to do. Yes. It's like, you're going to, you're going to go to him. And then when you take that leap of faith, you know, that he's going to be the one to catch you because his hand is so big. Like he's such a, and I love that too, because when we have faith to, follow the voice of God. Like when God speaks something and we're obedient to that without knowing maybe every step without knowing how it's all going to pan out. It's, I love thinking of him as like this big author that's seeing everything. And it's like, he's writing a story, not just for my own life, but for the kingdom of God. Right. That when I step out in faith and do my part, it's going to match up with what he's doing in someone else. And like, it's going to work to like, it's like, there's all these puzzle pieces that he's has a different view because he's so much bigger than us to put them all together. And it's, it's his job to be the writer. It's his job to be the author of our story. It's our job to just be obedient and to trust that, that he's mighty and he's going to work it all together. You know? Yeah. I love that. And I was thinking when you were talking, like one of the crazy things about this scripture in Isaiah is, you know, these are prophecies about who Jesus would be. And it was before the world had ever met Jesus. Like, so the interesting part is I'm like hearing these scriptures. I'm like, it makes sense why people were baffled and confused when mighty God comes in the form of a baby. Like talk about God doing things the way he wants and the mystery of the gospel. Because to me, like, I almost feel like the tagline with mighty God this week that I feel like the Holy Spirit's whispering to me is like, things aren't always as they seem. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. I doubt that people in the natural with their physical eyes, like the shepherds or the wise men, when they came and they saw this baby lying in a manger, like in their natural sense, that didn't look like a mighty God. Yeah, It looked like a baby. However, it said that like they bowed down and they worshiped him. And I feel like that's because they were seeing with their spiritual eyes. Like, yeah. yes, it was a baby, but they were, they felt the presence of holiness. They felt like all of heaven watching, like they were aware that what was happening in the natural maybe looked one way, but like in the spiritual was something so monumental, so much bigger, so much mightier. And I feel like that's encouraging me today. Cause I'm like, man, there's so often where like, I can only look through my natural eyes and all I see is my weakness. All I see is my problems. All I see is like my lack or like what I don't have or what I'm not good enough. But it's like, man, if I could just pause for a second and connect with a mighty God, like what is he seeing in the spirit in that Mm -hmm. moment? Like what forces are at play? Like the cloud of witnesses cheering me on angels that he sent to minister to me. Like what are things that he's seeing in the spirit that he's like, Oh daughter, like you have no idea the mightiness that's behind you that has your back that goes before you. I love that so much. And I also think too, when, especially when it's mighty God and maybe like 
meeting a need of something that we have. I think too, like when we fully give it to him and like allow him to be the mighty God, I just think, well, I know like 10 times out of 10 that I've done that in personally in my own life, he exceeds that need. And it's not something that like I could have done in my own flesh. It's like, oh, 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 okay, Jesus, I see what you're doing here. Like I was aiming just for like, you know, maybe one step ahead. And then because I took a step back and let you take the reins, I'm now 10 steps ahead. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I love that mighty part about God where it's like, that comes from only taking the leap of faith and knowing that that was only from him because I couldn't take any credit for being just even where I'm at in my own life without God. Well, it's, I, I love that you're saying that when we're doing this podcast, cause I feel like that's been a testimony you and I have shared over and over to each other and like to our families of like, this podcast feels so small to us. Like if we're honest, like it's like a random side thing that we do, like we do it because we love each other and we love God. But like when I get a DM about a testimony or a text from a friend or someone like reposting a quote that we said that like the Lord impacted them. Like to me, it's like only a mighty God could take my little like conversations with my best friend. Yeah. You know, our little like side dream that he put in our heart and make it something that's impacting the world. And like, I don't say that to pat ourselves on the back. I just say that to say like, it's, it's crazy what God does with our little, because he's mighty and like in his hands, it becomes something so much more. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. I was just thinking that his mightiness is not just one dimensional. It has all these different facets of ways that they show up in our life, like to meet our needs. So it's like, if we're, if we're in need of healing or if we are in prayer for somebody else that needs healing, like he's mighty in prayer, he's mighty in meeting us where we're at. He's mighty in healing. He is mighty in deliverance. I just think like I could go on and on about all the ways that he has been mighty for me just personally in my walk with him. And that alone is again, what kind of just in my human flesh makes me not want to question it, but just want to be like, okay, Lord, like how, like, I just want to, it's like the human part of me wants to just like figure it out. But I also really love resting in the fact that like, I won't have it figured out on this until the other side of heaven. And that makes me just take a step back and really appreciate being small so that he can be mighty. Yeah. Well, I love that you said like resting in it because I, I don't know. I just have this picture of like, I don't know how you first, I don't remember your story of like when you first like accepted Christ for yourself, but like, I feel like for me, and it's a lot of like people maybe who accepted the Lord, I like a youth group thing or whatever, but it was like that moment of like in worship where you just kind of like surrender and you're like, I need you God. Like I, I feel your presence. I know you're here. I don't have you figured out. I like, for me, it was like going into ninth grade. I know I've shared my story on here before, but it was just really was a moment of me just being like, yeah, like this is faith. This is crazy. Like you don't really make sense in my brain, but I need you. And yeah. like that is, it's resting in, in our smallness and in his bigness. Like it's like, and I think that is that moment of surrender and like salvation is something that is constantly reoccurring. Like mm-hmm. I am constantly trying to do it on my own strength, trying to figure it out. And then finally realizing, Oh wait, like I have a savior and I need him. And then I surrender again, fall to his feet. And then he picks me up and he fixes it and he hugs me, or maybe he doesn't fix the problem that I want him to fix, but he holds my hand through it. Like whatever it looks like in that moment. 
And then I try to do it again. And it's like this cycle, you know, and I think that's a lot of our, our faith journey. It's like getting out of our own strength and realizing like we have a mighty God. And like that, I think each time we go through that cycle though, I I think it deepens our trust. It's like, I'm almost fixing like this, like circular stairwell. And it's like, Mm -hmm. Oh, hitting that wall again. Okay. I've done this before. Okay. Let's do it again. Like we've just, we do it and we do it. And I think the goal is like, as we grow in maturity in our faith, that we would get to our knees quicker that we would get yeah. to surrender quicker that it would be like, okay, like I'm that not we give up go. the fight. We give up the fight part yes. quicker. We're like, I, Oh yeah, God. Like I don't have to be God. You get to be God. Oh yeah. Like I don't have this figured out. Okay. You, you can figure it out. Okay. Like I'm stressed about this. You can carry that burden for me. It's like, like getting to that place of being like, truly it's like, you get to be mighty and I get to be me. And like, yeah, that's exactly. it. You and know? I, lo- I really love that you hit on, and this is probably how we can even close this episode out, but I think that this may even be a word for someone who is wondering what it's like to be Christian or wondering like what that faith walk looks like. And I will be the first to tell you that I love the Lord with all my heart. I'm a Christian. I believe Jesus died for my sins and I'm in that loop. Like I, I'm still putting up a fight sometimes when he's called me to something and you're right. The, The more that I do it, it's like, it's almost a practice. Like the more that I, I learn, okay, well, I'm kind of stubborn in this area, but you know what? God's done it before and I know he'll do it again. So this time I'm just going to be a little less stubborn and give it up quickly. But to me, I think that there's a lot of people that maybe from the outside looking into Christianity, it looks like, okay, well, I can't fully step into this because especially for an Enneagram one, maybe, I don't know, but it's like, I can't step into this because I don't have it all figured out. Or Mm -hmm. I, I may not really fully trust the God who he says he is. And I just want to say to that person, that's fine. He can handle it. Like, yes, it's come to him with your questions, come to him with the fact that like, it's confusing. You don't really get it. And that is what I love about mighty God is he is mighty enough to answer those. And he's mighty enough to like, just completely. in like you said, it's that moment when you accept him where you're like, I don't fully even understand this Lord, but I know that you're meeting a need that I maybe wasn't even fully aware of, but it's this like, it's this, it's him meeting your soul because he created it. Mm-hmm. That's so good. That's so, so good. I honestly, I'm just going to say this on the podcast, man, because I was just going to say this to you offline or text it to you, but I really love doing this podcast with you. Me like too. I, when you were just talking, I was like, I really, I encounter the Lord when we have these conversations and I like, I see him in new ways yes. because of conversations. and I, it makes me excited because like there, these are different characteristics about God that I haven't really like dived into before. Like I I've never really, I thought about God as mighty, but I don't think I've like really thought about it a lot. And this week I've been thinking about it all week and it's, yeah. it's just been really, really sweet to sweet. Just focus on that one thing. And so I hope that it's the same for the listener. Like whoever's listening right now, I just pray that this week you encounter God as mighty, like whether that means that he actually just shows up so big that it's undeniable. And you're like, wow, God, you just blew my mind with how present and real you are. Or if it's the opposite where it's like you just surrender so much to his mightiness, even when you don't feel it, because you just let yourself be weak and trust that he'll be mighty in that weakness. Um, because I think sometimes it's both and, you know, mm-hmm. exactly. so I just, I, you know, I think about Jesus as a baby and then I think about him dying on the cross and then rising from the dead and like rolling back the tomb and there's times where he rolls back the tombs and it's very obvious that he is the resurrected God. 
And there's times where he's the baby and he's Mm -hmm. gentle and it's a whisper. And I think, you know, he was God just as much God on the day of on Christmas morning, the day of his birth as he was when he died on the cross. Like it's just who he was. Um, and I just think that it's really sweet to, to see all the different sides of him this week. And so I just pray for us that both of us and all of our listeners that we would encounter God as mighty this week and that we'd be blessed by it. And I know I already have been. Yes, absolutely. I just, I'm, I'm so excited to like keep diving in to week three and fingers crossed it won't be on zoom because yes. we'll be like live and in person, but this I need to sip so a Christmas good. latte with you in person <laughs> next week. So absolutely. let's do it. hundred percent. Well guys, I'm Cami. I'm Amanda. We're basically basic. And we know you are too. Be blessed and be basic and have a very Merry Christmas.